You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Welcome to your weekly dose of grumpy middle-aged men getting worked up about things that really shouldn't matter as much as they do. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show... The first thing that I'm going to come up with that uh, pisses me off in everyday life is people. Um, (laughs) Go on, I'll hear you out. (laughs) That was a joke. I'm going to bleep that. And I love how you didn't react because people at home will never know what I said. I was expecting you to either laugh or immediately cancel me for saying that um, it was a joke it's not something I believe um, I will bleep that so the people watching will have to just guess what I said then um, you but got me. if you think it, but, but but if your guess is thinking he wouldn't have said that you might be right so. <laughs> hello 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 and welcome to the mildly controversial podcast on this week's show we are covering the five things of everyday life that piss us off the most. So the way we're going to do this is I'm going to come up with three. Baz is going to come up with three. We're going to rank them, which will immediately kick one of them out. That'll give us five. And then because we've asked the people of Facebook to contribute theirs, we've got five from the people of Facebook as well. We're going to take each one of those individually and see if it ranks in the top five. And by the end of this, we will have... The five things of everyday life that piss us off the most. I did it, Baz. I didn't think I'd get through that without a mistake. I was a bit confused because when you said rank, I was like, he did say rank, didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) So so tonight, Baz, we are both officially going to be rankers. Yes, Absolute rankers. (laughs) Because we're going to rank rank these things one to five. And at the end of it, we will have a top five. The first thing that I'm going to come up with that uh, pisses me off in everyday life is people. Um, (laughs) For fuck's sake. Go on. I'll hear you out. (laughs) That was a joke. I'm going to bleep that. And I love how you didn't react. Because people at home will never know what I said, right? I was expecting you to either laugh or immediately cancel me for saying that um it was a joke it's not something i believe um i will bleep that so the people watching will have to just guess what i said then um you got me if you think but, but but if your guess is thinking he wouldn't have said that you might be right so. if anyone guesses that's wildly controversial <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna. I just realised I'm gonna have to put like a, a a Batman kapow over my mouth so nobody can lip read what I said yeah. as well. So um, anyway, let's get back to um, reality. Thank and fuck for um, that. <laughs> that was nearly the end of the podcast, Baz. Not just because of uh, us getting cancelled, but you walking away, and rightly so. I if I believed what if I believed what I said, you would be right to walk away from this. That was like a steroid um, steroid powered eye roll I just did as well. <laughs> So, my first one is one that I experienced just the other week, okay? Um, As you know, Baz, um, I have been on a couple of flights recently. Um, You know that because you picked me up from the airport. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
See you today. I, I, I know I'm not telling you. This isn't new news to you, Buzz. I've been in an airport recently. Yeah, it's not made up, this one, for sure. <laughs> so, um, and I experienced this in one airport. So, in Belfast Airport on the way out, I experienced this. And I experienced uh, the opposite on the way back. So, the thing that pisses me off about everyday life, not that you fly every day, but you know what I mean, um, is... When you're at an airport and you're lucky enough to get to security and there's nobody there, them insisting on you walking through that big fucking snaky queue thing when there's nobody there. <laughs> there's nothing more irritating than doing that. And then, no, look, I know I'm not going to get arrested if I duck under the thing, but you've got your bags and stuff. I've got a rucksack on my back, and uh, I just think, if I try and duck under that, I'm going to catch that ribbon thing on my back. The whole thing's going to fall over. I'm going to make myself look like a dick. Um, and also, um, it's not very British uh, to jump a queue, even if there isn't a queue there. <laughs> so, yeah, the, 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 the whole thing of, like, insisting that you walk through. And there were people there, staff there, who were just watching a handful of people snake through this thing that could comfortably have queued about 500 people. And they did nothing. They didn't come across and lift the little tape. Um, but Manchester Airport... I had the same experience. So again, to, like I can't believe my luck. Two airports um, in a handful of days, no queues at security. Um, and in Manchester, I approached it, and the lady just lifted it up and said, "Come through here," and just put me straight through into the fast track thing. <laughs> yeah, because she was like, "There's no point going through all that kind of stuff." So, um, so that's my first one. That's my first irritation thing, and um, it, it kind of sets the level for how irrelevant these things really are. Well, yeah, it's an um, really piss off, though, isn't it? But. But, but yeah, walking through that snake, you turn the corner and you get pissed off again every time you turn the corner because you go, okay, now I've got to walk past where I'm going to again in the wrong direction, then turn around, come back and walk past it again in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, it just really pisses me off. So in the event world, that queuing system is called the Disney system. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously, I can only assume that it was invented at... Uh, yeah, by Walt Disney or uh, you know, Disney World or whatever, just to reduce a massively long queue into a condensed area. And they, you know, yeah, it happens a lot of the events I work on. However, I've experienced the same thing where um, I've, yeah, we've got to the gate and just go into the, there, and like you say, there's nobody there. And you just look and you, you enter the, it's like, it's like a really shit maze, isn't it? That you're going to get to the end. Of it. <laughs> but, it's not difficult to find the end exactly, of it, but. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> So, and the thing is, yeah, so I've seen the people that literally, I've seen somebody just go down there and, you know, because they, they, they're literally like a slip hook, just knocking them all off and going right down one side. And I oh. thought, all right, fair play to you. Uh, I didn't do it, so I followed But them. not putting her back again? Nope, just irritated. See. Irritated. Oh, see that? that that's, that's showing your irritation. You can't, <laughs> you, that's not the British way. <laughs> well, it's, it's, we, M- muttering under your breath. Of your annoyance is the British way. Well, I've had to set one of those up before as well, uh, like a queuing system for a, a canteen at one of the events I work at. And it's just like literally velvet ropes running in that, you know, in, the, in that sort of zigzagging pattern. Ooh, velvet ropes. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, though, <laughs> you get the people that when there's nobody there, what they do is they just squeeze down the outside of it and then straight to the front because there's nobody there. And I've been, yep. yeah, and I've been there before and I've gone, look, I just set this thing up for you. Can you not just like you know? It's not like it's fifty-five miles. It's like ten, fifteen meters. And then I know. So you get annoyed. Yeah, yeah. You get annoyed that people aren't going through your massive snaky queue yeah, you just exactly. set up when there's nobody there. <laughs> but you know, I kind of agree with it. It's it's one of those things that it is irritating. But 
you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not the end of the it's not the end of the world to go right round, is it? It's just no, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's just that that isn't what this is about. This is about stuff that everyday life that pisses us off. Um, it's nobody's fault. Um, it's not the end of the world. Uh, but but yeah, it's just I was so pissed off going through this whole snaky thing, especially in Belfast Airport. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there was a little one before you got through these double doors, and then there was like a really long one for like three times round before it came down. I was like, I just need to get over there. And I, like I say, I know no one's going to bollock me or arrest me or whatever if I just duck underneath. But I'm always just terrified that like something's going to catch either me hair yeah. or me bag or something's going to catch under that little tape. And it's just, just going to pull the whole fucking thing down. Well, there's two things. You, you, you might meet a Jobsworth at the other end and says, I want you to go right back to the beginning and start again, please, sir. <laughs> Otherwise, like it is a maze. Yes, <laughs> you've cheated. You need to go back to the start. But the other thing, in defence of that, when it is busy, those things are fantastic, aren't they? Because every, oh, brilliant. Everybody is in that nice orderly queue. No one decides to push in or fuck around on it. So no, nope. they're, they're, they're they're very 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 good. Like you say, when it's really really busy, they're very good. And one of the reasons they're very good as well is uh, I like to play. I like to uh, play a game called Spot the Fitty. So when you find somebody that you find physically attractive. Um, it's always good because you get like, oh, it, uh, she's coming back, yeah. she's coming back, yes, she is. <laughs> it's a good one, though. I like that because yeah. it is irritating. Okay. Right. What's yours, Baz? My one is pedestrian crossings. Interesting. Well, mainly on this one. So, pedestrian crossings are obviously activated by a person pressing a button. And, you know, if there's traffic coming along, it all stops. They cross, they cross perfectly. But those people, and it's these people that piss me off, they press it even if there's no traffic coming. And then what they do is there's no traffic coming, so they cross the road. By the time you oh. get there, there's no one at that crossing, and you've got to sit there. And they, those things seem to last for fucking ever. So, <laughs> and you're sitting there while no one's crossing the road. And on the worst case scenario, just before it goes to, you know, to, to go to green again, someone turns up and then edges their way across while it's still in amber. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> See, I was a bit worried then uh, to begin with, Baz, because it was um, you know, you're saying uh, you get pissed off by pedestrian crossings. It was like, well, you know, pedestrians do, do need a safe place to cross, and uh, you know, much as I'm not um, the Green Cross code man, um, I do think there is an important role for that. But absolutely, somebody who comes up, presses the button, gets impatient, then crosses <laughs> exactly- and leaves the traffic to stop when there's fucking nobody there. That is really, really irritating. Well, I go to the point of, like, if I get to a pedestrian crossing and I see that there's only three or four cars coming, I'll literally won't press. I'll, I'll just I'll cross the road like normal people do where there isn't a crossing and wait for the traffic to clear. Yeah, well, I'll cross without pressing it. And as I've got crossed, I'll turn around and then press it once I've crossed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, but I might do now. But I think I think most people have encountered that where you, you literally pull up and... This is like... There should be a rule that if there's no one crossing, you should just go straight through it. But obviously, red lights are the most sort of like, you know, they're the most sort of adhered to rule in the country when it comes to traffic. Yeah, the um, the, the flashing amber or wherever it is, is the one way you can go if you like. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what... No, no that's sorry. What I, I need to clarify that. For, for people who are about to take the test, it's not you can go if you like. You can go if it's safe to do so and there's nobody on the crossing. <laughs> not if there's a little old woman crossing on Amber, you just go, fuck it, I'm going because I like to. <laughs> well, you've been to New York, haven't you? I have. Do you remember the first time that you went there? And obviously the, the system there is, it's hand signals, you know, the, the, the signs on the lights and stuff mm. like that. 
I remember going there for the first time, and we've all heard the term jaywalking, which isn't uh, which isn't a, um, a a term in this country is used. I mean, no. But I was dead worried that I would get done for jaywalking if I crossed the road when it said I shouldn't. Hmm. <laughs> That's how scared I was in New yeah. York. And, uh, and I don't know the rules. Maybe maybe you would, but. Um... No, there's a reason, Baz, that the term jaywalking doesn't exist in uh, the UK. And that's, um, and that's because um, grown-ups are trusted to be able to cross the road <laughs> without causing any issues. Um, so, yeah, I've never understood that. A, a law that says you're not allowed to cross the road at certain points or you're not allowed to cross. I think like, one of the things would be, you know, if you cross and wait, you know, you cross, you get halfway, and then wait for a car to go, and then go again. I think that would be jaywalking. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know what jaywalking is. Well, like I say, and that's because that's because the grown-ups and the adults of the United Kingdom um, are trusted to cross the road in a safe manner. Uh, they don't need laws to to to, uh, to stop them doing it. Well, if you are watching this on Facebook, there's a comment section below. Write in there exactly what jaywalking is all about and what the laws <laughs> yeah. are, because I don't have a clue. Yeah, we don't understand um, or care. Um, but yeah, tell us anyway. That's a good one, Baz. Um, yes, I I I, I agree. Um, the uh, the pe- the people who press the button and then um, just get fucking bored. Do you know what I I um, I've I'm guilty of just walking up, pressing the button, then looking and thinking, oh shit, there's nothing coming. And I I, I do stand there. I would stand there and with the intention of standing there for the whole time until it tells me to cross. Yeah, yeah. But then it's one of them, it's just like, oh, God, I've been waiting quite a long time now. There's nothing coming now. I'll start to walk across. And just as I start to walk across, a car will come around the corner. I'm like, oh, shit, I've turned into that person that I hate. (laughs) My next one, Baz, is quite close to my heart. Um, And it's unnecessary mushrooms. Okay? And this isn't, look, this isn't, you know my views on mushrooms. Mushrooms are the devil's genitals. That's that's not where I'm going with this, Baz. Um, It's not. Just, just mushrooms. Um, it's the fact that there's so many times I've gone to a pub where there's been five things on the menu and three have got mushrooms in it. Yeah, right. and mushrooms are quite polarizing. There's loads of people who don't like mushrooms, yet some places insist on sticking them in loads of things. Um, and I've got examples. Um, I was in a pub and I ordered the steak and ale pie. Yeah, um, expecting it to contain to be a pie containing steak and ale. Um, little did I know it came with fucking mushrooms. <laughs> like, it didn't say that on the menu. I mean, people might be allergic to mushrooms. Um, but yeah, just not to say that it's got mushrooms in it is is bad. But it, it's kind of like, don't put the fucking mushrooms in in the first place. To put them in and not mention it is just ridiculous. Um, but also, there's it's completely unnecessary. Steak and ale pie should have steak and ale and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Another example is carbonara. Now I need to get my phone now, right? Number of places I've been to and thought I really fancy a carbonara, and I've looked at the carbonara and it says it's got mushrooms. The carbonara shouldn't have mushrooms anyway. No, it shouldn't. And I'm gonna—I have checked today, right? So this is another example of people who just put fucking mushrooms in stuff when it's completely unnecessary. According to this, um, spaghetti carbonara is made with cured pork, eggs, Romano cheese, spaghetti, and lots of black pepper. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. That's all a carbonara is supposed to be. Putting them in a carbonara, it's just completely unnecessary. 
But the worst one, Baz, is um, I ordered a calzone. Okay, yes. Right? <laughs> I ordered a pepperoni calzone at uh, an Italian restaurant, right? That is the most hidden you can fucking hide a mushroom. It's a pizza pasta, isn't it? You've literally encased it inside the pizza, so you can't just drop it off and go, oh, it's got mushrooms on, I don't like mushrooms, can I have it? But you've literally concealed it in, as you say, a a, a pasty-shaped pizza. <laughs> but now just, just stop adding mushrooms to stuff that doesn't need mushrooms. Was Unnecessary it, mushrooms. Certainly, the, thank you. Certainly, that shouldn't have mushrooms in. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, and also well, it doesn't need it. And also, like you know, as far as I I know, traditional pizzas, you could say, "Can I have this pizza?" But can I have it without mushrooms? They're literally saving money. Yeah. <laughs> and if they'd have told me that, I would have had it without mushrooms. Yeah. But loads of people don't like mushrooms. Idiots. <laughs> Stop it. And the worst thing about the, uh, the the mushrooms they put in a steak and ale pie. They're usually those fucking horrible button mushrooms, aren't they? Which are like literally orbs of mushrooms that burst with mushroom flavour when you bite into them. Which must absolutely fucking... You must hate that. All mushrooms are horrible, Baz. <laughs> At least with those button mushrooms, you can pick them out easier. It's, it's the sliced ones that are hidden. Like, like you know... <laughs> well, yes, I can see you're irritated by that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'll, um, I, I will fight to the death on this one. Here's my next one. I'm going to go with glasses. Fucking irritating. There's a glass, there's a glasses wearing person. So the irony of this is when I didn't need glasses, I used to wear fake glasses because I quite liked the look of them. So when I, when I could eventually wear glasses, I was like, wasn't bothered. I was all right. You know, when you could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you had to, yeah, that's what I meant. But yeah, you know, so without being a fakey fakey. But so the thing is wearing them when I went out in the evening was great. Because like you only wear them for a couple of hours, and they're usually you know they're cheap glasses, they're light anyway. When you have to wear proper glasses, that's when they start to fucking irritate you when you need them. So like when it's raining, you've got this thing that's covered yep. with fucking rain uh, rain spots. When you walk into a, a warm place in the winter, well, you've been there when I've done that's that. The one. They steam yep. up, or you open an oven, they steam up. And the other thing is when you're working like in the summer with them. As you get sweaty, they start doing. You, you won't see this if you're not watching the the, uh, the video. <laughs> they start sliding down your nose, and eventually, if, if you're doing a job where you can't take your hands off it, they sometimes just fall off your face. And I know you can get straps, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't think any of this through when I first started wearing glasses because, like, I thought, ah, oh, I'm all right with glasses. I wear them all the time. Yeah, no, piss me off. <laughs> I used to wear glasses and I had laser surgery um, ten years ago or something like that. Um, and yeah, I share your um, uh, I share your pain on the whole uh, when it's raining and that one uh, the, the one of going into a pub irritated me uh, more than any. Um, um, so that was one of the reasons why uh, why I had laser surgery. Another reason was I had young kids at the time, and when we were fighting and rolling around and things, and my daughter knocked my glasses off. And we had to kind of stop the game for me to go and get my glasses. And I just thought, I know this is over. This is how I felt, but this is over egging it. But this is exactly how I felt. I thought, dads are supposed to be infallible and like hero in the eyes of your kid. And I just thought, having to stop this game to go and pick up these 
things that help me see because I'm visually disabled. <laughs> um, just that, that was one of the reasons. But one tip I do have, Baz, I don't know if you've done this. Um, when you are out and about and it's cold and you're about to go in a pub, if you take your glasses off, pop them in your pocket for a short while yeah. before you go into the uh, before you go into the place, they warm up in your pocket. So I used to do that all the time. I'd prefer, if I was going to a, from pub to pub, I would take them off, put them in my pocket, and then when I got in the pub, put them back on. There you go. And the, there would be no uh, there would be no steamage. This podcast is informative and helpful too. <laughs> I'll do that next time. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this podcast is informative and helpful too. So uh, just to recap. If you are pissed off by wearing glasses, going from pub to pub, get laser surgery for three and a half thousand pounds. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> that worked. That worked better than the, the glasses in the pocket thing. <laughs> My third and final one, Baz. This is a group of people. Um, and the group of people that pissed me off. And again, um, you can tell I've been on a plane recently because this is flight related. Um. This group of people really piss me off. And this group of people are the people who stand up on a plane before the seatbelt light's gone oh, off when it's landed. Oh, God, yeah. It's just, what the fuck are you... What are you trying to do? do you know, what, where are you going? Where are you going, right? The door's shut. Everyone's got to get off. Most of the times, everyone's got to get on a fucking bus to take you to the terminal. Yep. So... Where do you think you're going to go in the 30 seconds between you standing up and that seatbelt light going off? All you've done is you've just advertised to several hundred people what a twat you are <laughs> and what utter disrespect you have for common decency and the people around you. Not normally when I'm on a plane, you get a handful of people who do it. And, you know, they might turn around and give you a reason. It's like, oh, well, I, you know, I, my bag's three rows forward. And I was like, yeah, I get that. But there's loads of other people that are in that situation. Exactly. And not just that. Even not just that. Wait until the light goes off and treat it like, you know, the start of Mario Kart, yeah. <laughs> where if you time it right, you get that little boost. <laughs> time it like that. Make a game of it. Just go, right, the light's about to go out. And just go. There you go. That's the way you do it. And try and get that little boost, the Mario Kart boost. Get there before everybody else. Just... Make sure your reaction times are better than other people's, and then you don't have to be that twat who stands up well, you, when it's clearly not supposed to happen. Well, you and I are the same, I think, when it comes to all things getting on a flight. Because you know, like, when you get to check-in or you, you get down to the gate, people start queuing before they've even opened the gate. Mm. There's like a massive queue, and I'd just sit there. And quite often what I do is I wait for the queue to go down, and then I wait for the... I must play a game with everybody else sat in that on those chairs. Who's going to be the last one to go through the gate? <laughs> And I, I do it so often because the thing is, like, so you're not wasting any of your time because, like, you are the back of the queue. There has to be a back of the queue. When you get on the plane, no, no one could accuse you of just hanging back because you're the very end of the queue. Unless you're 10 mm. minutes behind everybody else and the flight's delayed, you're still legitimately doing that. I might have to, because I've thought of another one, and I might have to make the maverick decision to scratch out snake queue and go with this one instead. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. You've just reminded me of one because I do the same. Okay, because they always tell you to board before they're ready. They'll say, all right, ready, and everyone just stands in this queue, right? And everyone stands up in this queue, and just like, I've literally got my fucking seat number on my boarding card. Exactly. I don't need to get there any late. The, 
the quicker I get on the plane, the quicker I'm sitting in that shit seat with the uncomfortable armrests and somebody next to me I don't want to be sat next to. Yeah, I'd much rather be sat in comfort in the in in the departure lounge. No, it doesn't make any sense to me. But the one that I'm going to replace Snake you with is budget airlines telling you the flight is boarding when the fucking plane's not even landed. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I've got two examples of this, Baz. Right, one of them, um, we were flying um, from Bristol back home from a holiday in Devon. And they said, "Oh, your flight's boarding. Your flight." And it was in the in the you know in the summer when the security queues were ridiculous, and we were in the security queue for two and a half hours, and we were on edge, thinking, "Shit, we're going to miss this plane. We're going to miss this plane. We're going to miss this plane." Looking at our watches, "Oh, we're going to miss this plane." Um, and in the end, we got to the front of the queue, went through, and then um, we started to walk quickly. And this woman said, "What flight are you on?" And we went, "Oh, we're on the flight to Belfast." She went, "It's like final call. They're about to shut the doors." So we were like, shit. So four of us with luggage running towards the gate, absolutely belting it down there, running through, jumping past people, pushing people out of the way, got to get to this gate. God, God, this gate's miles away. Absolutely charging to this gate. And when we got there, people hadn't even started being checked through yet. There was still a room of people sat waiting. Right? And I was going nuts to this woman. I said, why does it say that? And she said, we have to close the gate 20 minutes before the flight or something like that. And I was like, looked out the door. There's no plane there. I said, you've just made us run. And the fucking plane isn't here yet. I was like, I get that they're trying to get people moved on quickly. But if you know the flight's going to be delayed 45 minutes and you know there are massive queues at security, why the fuck are you making people run for a flight that's not going to take off for another 45 minutes? And it happens all the time, though. All the time. And now, because I'm used to it, the reason that I remembered it is because when you said, like, you sit there and wait, and, you know, I'm not going anywhere until, like, I'm the last couple of people. Yeah. I don't... When it said, like, the final call now, it's like, it's fucking not final call. <laughs> At some point, I'm going to miss a flight, but in the meantime, I'm just like... No, nah, it's not. It's not. I know. I can see. I can see what time it is. I don't believe your bullshit anymore. And so I think I'm going to get my fingers burnt because I'm getting a bit too blasé about it now. At some point, I'm going to miss a flight and go, why the fuck didn't you tell me? Say, so we told you it was final call 45 minutes ago. Yeah, look at all that misinformation they're giving you, Mike. That's it. Bastards. Right, yeah, yeah, that, that's much better than me snake queue. Although I did like the snake queue. I like the snake queue, but it doesn't irritate me as much as that, so I've replaced it. I've, I've made an executive decision to replace it already. Perfect. This one's dead simple, Mike. Flat-headed screws. So if you don't know what a flat-headed screw is, it's like, most screws you see are that have got a cross in the middle, so they're either Phillips, and these days they're more, more like PosiDrive, aren't they? Flat-headed mm. screws were the original screws, and it's just a blade that fits into a flat slot. Every now and again, you still find something that's got flat-headed screws in it. Mm. Fuck me, they are the most ridiculous, particularly on an old bit of furniture or an old something that's been put together with them. The fucking things never come out. like flat. That's why nope. they don't use them anymore. I hate when you find something that's new that's got a flat-headed screw in it, and you're like, what the fuck are you using these stupid things for? Do you ever come across them? Absolutely, mate. I've got scars on my hands from using flat-headed screws. Because when you like, you put it in and you're like, I've really got to take this one out. And it's like, I'll grab hold of that and I'll really take it out. And then it's got nothing to stop it on the slide. Fucking sliding out, has it? <laughs> sliding out and the screwdriver's gouging a line down the back of your hand. Yeah, trying to keep a, like a drill driver in one of these things is impossible. It just don't work. Yes. 
Just no, exactly, yeah. If you're trying to use a power screwdriver on one of those, it's chasing down whatever you're trying to take out. Just you got to hope it's not something that... Um, uh, that that you would mind has a massive gouge down the side of it now. I mean, I know it's a simple one, but it's like, you know, if you do any kind of work with 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 tools, whatever, every time you find one of those, it's like, oh my god, I might just get a drill and drill the thing out. And it it is it, it is a uh, it is a simple one, Buzz, but it's also an example of um, it's a bit like the one where we did button flies. Yes, it's just like it, it's 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 like still using those is just. <laughs> There's better stuff to do, do you know what I mean? And if you didn't see the one about butterflies, it was like, butterflies never take the fuck out of me because they're complicated, they they take too long. A zip was invented. Why do we... You don't need to go back to more rudimentary technology, which is what those flathead things are. Better things exist. They cost no more. Fucking use them. Yeah. And I think you can still buy flatheaded screws as well, so... You know, you can. screwdrivers somewhere still have them. So anyway, yeah. Fuck. You can. And do you know what? P- p- people in DIY stores who walk out with flatheaded screws, um, they should take their name and address and put them on some kind of fucking register because they're not right. <laughs> exactly. They're up to something, they are. <laughs> Dickheads. There you go. Right, Buzz, we've got six. The ones we've got are people who press the button at pedestrian crossings, then piss about and leave it um, completely empty when you get there. Yeah. Unnecessary mushrooms. Glasses, and people who stand up before the seatbelt light's gone off. Airlines calling final call when it's never even fucking close, and flatheaded screws. Okay, so we've only got to get rid of one of these. Have you got any of those six that you think shouldn't be in the top five? Uh, well, the only one I'd get rid of is is glasses purely because it's a personal thing, and not everyone wears glasses, so it's not gonna it's not gonna resonate with with a lot of people. So that'd be the one I'd get rid of. Yeah. See, if you don't wear glasses, it's not going to piss you off at all, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, there you go. I was going to come up with some kind of defence for glasses, uh, for glasses being in there. Yeah, yeah. um, Because I've experienced the the pain in the ass. But, as I've demonstrated, uh, there is a solution to your steaming upperness. Yeah. Um, or there's a couple. There's, yeah, yeah. Uh, put them in your pocket or get fucking laser surgery. Yeah, or, or I could so, just grab a strap and put them on the back and stop them falling off. So there's, there are ways to do, but these things, could. yeah. Um, and who knew a strap-on was going to be the solution to anything <laughs> in tonight's show? Okay, right, so we're getting rid of glasses. So we've got a five. Okay, we're going to move on, Baz. We're going to move on to suggestions we've had from um, people on Facebook. Now, um, I have come up with a short list. I've made the executive decision. Uh, but I will give some honourable mentions to things that didn't quite make the list. Go on, then. There was a lot of um, lane hoggers and people who walk slowly. Yeah. Um, they are both very valid, by the way, because they piss me right off. We've mentioned those before, though, uh, haven't we? So, yeah. We have yeah. mentioned those in previous episodes. So they deserved an honourable mention um, because they have been, uh, they, they, you know, they, they are valid, but they, they didn't make the cut. Slow walkers, just as, as an honourable mention, that's a, that is a good one, because like, I think everyone's experienced that, haven't they? Even, even yeah. if you walk slow, you'll always find someone who can walk slower than you. I know I shouldn't get really, really irritated, particularly with old ladies. Um, and, and I feel bad in myself that I do get irritated. And, but I won't say anything. I'll just uh, walk behind them and then do the cult hook kind of... Like that behind them, um, and and hope nobody's seen me reacting like that. Um, but yeah, slow walkers and um, lane hoggers, valid. Uh, but yeah, but w- but won't be making it into the top five because they've been mentioned yeah. before. Um, other honourable mentions, Baz. Yeah, is um, Theresa Moore Reynolds says 
When dining out and a person um, a person a table over takes a phone call and speaks as if to be heard over traffic. <laughs> Sometimes I'll join in their conversation until they take the hint. <laughs> I think that's tremendous. I like that the, one. The, the, the reason I, yeah, the reason I gave that an honourable mention is um, I think it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous idea and I think it should be encouraged that uh, if somebody does um, start using their mobile phone on a table next to you, then then do join in the conversation and see how long they stay on the phone. <laughs> also, Trevor McCree, people talking on the phone whilst using public restrooms, <laughs> which which um, we'll come on to that in a second. But their solution to that is, I will flush over and over and over just to annoy them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, the reason I wanted to mention that one, Baz, is um, it was spotted in one of your uh, reels recently. Uh, when we were in Cambridge, yes, I know. <laughs> that there was a couple of men having a piss in your reel. <laughs> I noticed it. I was like, are those men pissing? And then somebody mentioned it in the comments. Well, it started off as a story, and then I put it, added it into that, the video we made of uh, our day there. But yeah, mm. it wasn't until someone said, oh, is there someone pissing behind you? I thought, oh, yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> I thought everyone was looking at me. What was I supposed to think? Yeah. As you walking past the mirror doing the, like, you know, the kind of peace side like that. And there's a guy having a piss who looks over his shoulder really uncomfortable at the bearded guy who's filming him have a piss. I didn't think he'd spotted me, to be fair. <laughs> oh, he definitely spotted you, mate. Basic Manners gets a, a load of mentions. Yeah, uh, Barbara Edge is one of them. Bounty, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, lots of people saying that. Uh, I'm going to give David Kit Johnson a mention. He came up with 10. Wow. Dedication. Um, I can't read all of them out. Here's a game. So when did um, when this does go out, this is going to go out. Uh, we're recording this a couple of weeks in advance. So uh, when this does go out and you're watching this on Facebook, go back to the post. I, I did say I was going to delete it, uh, but I'll leave it up there. Go back to the post where we were asking people for things that piss them off. Find David Kit Johnson's and see if you can find the one out of his ten <laughs> that I think is, is probably shouldn't have been uh, in the public domain. You're auditing it so, as you go, aren't you? Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah. So, so Baz, for your benefit, and I will bleep this out. Thanks. It was um, on his list number five um, was. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's used a nicer so. term for it. To be fair. Yeah, he has used a politically correct term for his his uh, his, you know, his his borderline racism. Right. <laughs> so let's get back to the ones we are going to include. Okay, go so on. um, the first one um, we're going to decide whether it makes the five or not. Baz, yeah, is uh, from a man called Phil Carr. Oh, okay. And um, for those that don't know, previous um, guest, if you don't know show. who Phil Carr is, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know who Phil Carr is, you haven't listen to enough of our back catalogue because he was the first guest after we changed the name of it to uh, the Mildly Controversial Podcast. So um, Phil comes up with three um, and I will read all three. Only one of them's uh, up for inclusion. And um, so his first one is salespeople who don't know their products. When you go into a shop or showroom and you know more than the salesman because you've watched one four-minute YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, very, good very valid point. Yeah. Um, his second one is charity muggers, Yo. and his third one is and his third one is kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to mention that because I thought it was very funny. All valid, but yeah, kids <laughs> and valid, but kids isn't going to make it in there. 
Um, but yeah, Charity Muggers is the one I'm going to um, nominate that we discussed to make it into the five or not. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming by... Um, I'm, I'm assuming that what Phil means by that is somebody who approaches you in the street and tries to get you to donate to charity. Yeah. Not somebody who beats you up, steals your wallet, and immediately places it all in a charity bucket. <laughs> Let's assume that Phil means uh, people who approach you and try and get you to donate to charity. Yeah, they're, they're, their name is Charity Muggers. They're, they are the people. That, oh, is it? Yeah, so quite often they're the people that stand in the doorway of B&Q, and as you're leaving, they go, oh, excuse me, can I interest you in you know, in making a char- charitable donation? Mm. Have you ever seen the programme Afterlife with Ricky Gervais? Yes. So he does that bit. There's a sketch in that where he, uh, someone asks him for some money and he, and he gives him the, the, you know, the whys and wherefores about charity muggers, doesn't he? He basically mm. just says, oh, yeah, you're not interested in charity. You're making money out of this. Um, yeah. yeah, they are. I've, I've got, I have got a story about charity, being mugged by a charity mugger on my own doorstep of all places. <laughs> so, Go for it. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it was during one of the winter months. It was dark. There was a knock on the back door. Uh, I was in the kitchen, so I opened the door, and on the uh, stood outside the door is a quite attractive young lady, all dishevelled and wet because it's raining outside. And um, she's she explains to me she's collecting for charity. So I said, you know, being me and it's raining, I said, look, step inside. Uh, yeah, she sold me a cha- uh, subscription to um, St John's Ambulance. No, no, sorry, Red Cross, <laughs> because I felt sorry for. Her. And when Liz came over and said, oh, was she attractive? I went, oh, she might have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You absolutely, 100%, wouldn't have let her cross the threshold if she was a monster. Exactly. Refer to another episode of the podcast. There you go. Yeah, if, you, if, you're, uh, if you're watching outside of the UK and you don't understand Munter, go and see the uh, episode with uh, Dana Pereira, and uh, you will learn that. Yeah, it is a bit insidious, because obviously they get paid for doing it. So, like, you know, they're, yeah. you know I don't know how they're paid, whether it's on commission. I guess it's probably that way. But, yeah, it's it's ostensibly you think oh he's a good hearted person who stands in the street and is wants to collect money for charity no they're doing it because that's their job and they're taking you know most of the money that you give to them is probably gonna go to them so yeah you know it used to be illegal to approach somebody and shake a tin in the face i didn't know um, that i don't I, I don't mean like a tin of beans no. i mean a collection <laughs> tin um, although it should be illegal to shake a tin of beans in someone's face, that's not the point. It probably is in some states of the of the USA, well, especially if you're going to have it um, on a, on a, in a picnic. So, yeah, <laughs> but it's um, yeah, it used to be you weren't you were allowed to stand there with a collection tin, but not kind of gesture towards someone. So at some point, that rule has just gone yeah. because yeah, you do you do get people virtually rugby tackling you with a clipboard trying to get you to sign up to a direct debit so um so yeah i i I think for a number of reasons it's a strong case because um not only do they piss you off which is the you know so it ticks that box uh, but also like you say it's just the whole pretense that they give a shit about whatever cause it is yeah so it's just the, the, the the hypocrisy whilst pissing me off and simultaneously making me feel guilty, all wrapped into one, when all I want to do is just go and buy whatever shit it is I need to buy. I like that one. That's good. Does Charity Muggers make it into the top five? People at pedestrian crossings, unnecessary mushrooms, standing up before the seatbelt, final call, and flattered screws. 
I only because I, I I'm not offended by mushrooms, and there are obviously you know even if it's fifty percent of the planet aren't offended by mushrooms, I would say more people would probably be offended or be pissed off by charity muggers than they would mushrooms. But that it's your it's your show. You could have a shout on it. Unfortunately, Baz, I'm the one that's got the fucking sharpie, and uh, unnecessary mushrooms is not giving way to um, to charity. Muggers. I'm so personal. <laughs> but I, look, look, I, I will fall on my sword and take one of mine out. Okay. I will. I'm willing to get the, to let stand up people who stand up before the seatbelt light has gone off. It's a tough off. one because that that really pisses me off as well. So charity muggers irritate me more. Go on, then. though, on a one-to-one. If we. It, it 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 it's it's easier to identify a straight fight between the two. Yeah, go on. Because it's just people doing things. Yeah. So so they're out, and we've now got charity muggers. <laughs> there you go. Right, next one. Go on. Um, next one comes from a lady called Emma Snedden. Okay. Who I know qu- who I know quite well. You should do, yeah. Um, mainly due to being married to her for eighteen years. <laughs> so, this is one which. Um, we experienced today, and we agreed on. So I've got a vested interest in this one. I've got to, um, I've got to declare that up front. Um, but it's people in car parks walking behind a reversing vehicle. Oh, yeah. You just, it happened today. Okay, I was reversing out of a space in a car park. I've the engine is making noise. Yep. My vehicle is actually moving. Yep. There's a white light on the back of it. I can't make it any more clear that I am potentially going to run you over. I can't make it any more clear unless I get, I go proper old school and I get one of the people who used to walk in front of a car with a fucking red flag. <laughs> How can I demonstrate more that I am going to run you over if you continue to walk behind my car? Yeah. I just don't understand it. It's just, you, I mean, you see... In the mirror, they'll look at you when they do it. It's not like they haven't seen you and they're just fucking stupid and they're walking, you know, dangerously behind a car and not knowing that you're moving. Yeah. They'll look and they'll go, yeah, I reckon I can make it. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was just think, <laughs> just the whole, I don't know. They're just, the, 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 the way they look at you as you're looking in the rear view mirror and they, they know that they're pissing you off. And do you know what? Like a lot of these things, um, like a lot of these things, it shouldn't piss you off as much because no. they probably delay my day by less than five seconds. Yes. But but they irritate <laughs> me enough. So their impact on my life won't last just that five seconds. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'll be fuming about it for much, much longer than that five seconds. So there's a few things here. I've done it before where I've just been walking along and a car starts to, you know, obviously slips in reverse and starts putting it out. Do you know what I do? I fucking hurry up because I know I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. The, the other at, thing. At, 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 at least do the nana trot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, the thing that looks like a run that looks, but the run that looks like it's quicker than walking but actually isn't. Yeah. At least do that. And then people will go, ah, oh, no, he's making an effort. Yeah, That's yeah. all right. Uh, the other thing is, I mean, unless you're deaf or blind or deaf and blind, you're literally aware of a car coming, and also it's a car park. I mean, the words, the, yeah, the word, the clue is in the word, isn't it? There's cars in there, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> but it's that thing, isn't it? Yeah. So I think people have a thing of saying, "Oh, I'm in a, a car park. 
I have, you know, I have right of way. You don't. It's a car park. It's got the word car in it. <laughs> it's a fair point, Buzz. Right. So, um, people who walk behind, people who knowingly walk behind reversing cars in car parks. Um, we've got pedestrian crossings, unnecessary mushrooms, final call by airlines that know it's not a fucking final call, flathead screwdrivers, and charity muggers. Mm, I'm not sure if it comes across any of those because they're quite strong ones now. But like I said, I'll. Uh... It is, it is Mrs. Snedden, so I think that probably has a bit of weight. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Um, I'm just looking at ones that are coming up, see if they're going um... <laughs> to... Personally, I don't think that's ir- as irritating as, or p- would piss me off as much as the other ones in there. Because, like, you're not in a car park all the time, is it? You know... Yeah, you're not in a car park. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to... I'm willing to... Um, take whatever punishment comes my way by denying my wife's suggestion because it is very brief. Um, And while they are being twats, they're only being a twat for about five seconds of my life. Yeah. It's on me that the, uh, that there is a lasting impact. Yeah. You could just run them over if you really pissed you off, couldn't you? (laughs) Or I could just ignore the fact they've done it and just get on with my life. So, Okay. It made the okay, shortlist. So, it made the shortlist though, which is quite good. It didn't. It did make the shortlist. So I'll give my. I'll, I'll give my wife a, a little. Um, a little sticker like the one you get when you've been good at the dentist. There you go. That, that's what it deserves. It doesn't make the top five, but it gets a thanks for coming. <laughs> right. Okay. The next one. Um, I'm going to read a few out from this person because they uh, they nominated a few. Uh, somebody called Colin Jamieson. Mm. One of mine. I know him. Friend of mine. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, so one suggestion from Colin is people that end every sentence with, you know what I mean? (laughs) The reason that's going nowhere near this list is I edit this podcast, um, and I've noticed how often I say, erm, and know what I mean. I've never noticed that. Well, you wouldn't if you if you don't have to sit through hours and hours of my fucking boring voice like I do. <laughs> you wouldn't have noticed, Baz. But I'm very aware of how often I say, erm. And I am going to work on it, people. I've got it in my development plan for the podcast <laughs> to reduce the number of erms and try not to say, you know what I mean, all the time. For me, you know what I mean, it's just a bit of a... It's It's like asking for a little bit of... Um, affirmation, yes, or confirmation, yeah, of you know, just kind of validation. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah validation. Just, uh, it, I, I need it. I need it in my my my, uh, my little life. I just, uh, I need, I, I need people to love me, and I need at the end of a sentence sometimes to know that they've loved that sentence also. So well, that's not getting. Oh, there, there are people that do it like just to check that you aren't thick. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. And and to see if they do know what you mean. <laughs> Just checking you understand. Um, Colin also put, um, as a suggestion, my dog and my wife not doing as they're told, LOL. <laughs> okay. There's two reasons why that's going nowhere near the fucking list, right? LOL for a start. <laughs> Behave yourself. Yeah, Colin. Belland. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, and also, use the wrong verb, as. Oi. 
Thanks, going Cole. nowhere near the fucking list. You've immediately, we've discussed this before, by using the wrong there, your opinion on the internet is immediately an old and has never existed in the first place. So be thankful that I feel quite strongly about one of your suggestions because I should, by rights, have discounted everything you've said for that. But this one is drivers that don't indicate. Oh, yeah. I may have to cast aspersions on an entire nation based on my experience. Since I moved to Ireland... Oh, okay. Most of the traffic issues that I see are based on people not fucking indicating. <laughs> Particularly at roundabouts, the number of times I've waited at a roundabout for somebody to go in front of me, but I'm not sure if they're going in front of me or not, and then they just leave at the junction before me. I just think, you're a twat. And this one is a similar of my it affects my life for a similar time as the reversing people yeah but when you add that to the next person and the next person and the next person and the next person that's why there's a massive queue at all the fucking roundabouts yeah. here and like i say i may have i may have made accusations about an entire country there by saying it's ireland yeah um, it might just be the town i live in um but frankly uh, there's only about 4% of our listeners from Ireland anyway, so fuck them. No one's listening. <laughs> so yeah, Paz, drivers that don't indicate, what is your thoughts? Well, there's a couple of things with this. There's been many jokes over the years about various owners of various car types that you know don't indicate because they own the fucking road. And it's varied between like BMW to Audi and now it's Tesla drivers, isn't it? You know, oh, you, you, know, you, buy the, yeah. you buy a Tesla, you buy the road. So therefore, and it always used to be the joke about taxi drivers that didn't bother indicating. Cause, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's one of, I'm guilty of over using the indicators because of that thing of, you know, of, <laughs> just because it, it <laughs> you're just, when, you're, when you're driving down a straight road, you go, fuck it, I'm going to use them anyway. No, but you know what I mean? If you're on a roundabout and it kicks off and you're still going to, you know, and you're going to, you know, round the roundabout. I yeah. I keep my hand on it all the time, making sure it's, you know it's showing the yeah. way that I'm going. Purely because it pisses me off that much when people, you know, when you you're behind somebody and then they just decide to break and turn left off a main road, that's the fucking worst. Case. And also, I yeah. can I can verify with this. Colin used to be a lorry driver, so he must have seen this on so many occasions. And if you're driving a massive fucking HGV heavy goods vehicle for the Americans, um, you know. You've got to stop a lot quicker if you're not sure that someone's turning, you know, turning off a road. They just break. I absolutely agree, uh, but I do need to come back to uh, when you said about um, people who moan that BMW drivers and Audi drivers, and it's usually in the. Um, I've not seen the Tesla thing, uh, yeah, but it, obviously it, it, that's yeah. the new one. Yeah, um, and it's usually in internet chat forums and or <laughs> or Facebook comment sections and yeah. things where people do that. And I don't think I'm exaggerating to say you're all just fucking jealous because <laughs> it's never shit cars that they say it, is it? And, and, and I know, look, BMW and Audis aren't, you know, and we're not talking oh, they were, they were, yeah, yeah. But that's why people are saying it about Tesla yeah. because they just wish they could afford a fucking Tesla, right? <laughs> Nobody's gone, oh, do you know what I really fucking hate is uh, Toyota or I go drivers because they don't indicate. Do you know what I mean? No one's saying it about them because they're not fucking jealous of their car. Drivers that don't indicate, does that be people pissing about at pedestrian crossings? Um, mm. Unnecessary mushrooms? I'm going to stop reading that out anymore yeah. just to force it into the final five. <laughs> um Final call for airlines that don't mean it, flattered screws or charity muggers. Uh, 
What are we saying, Buzz? It probably pisses me off more than one of mine, which would be flathead screws. I mean, it it irritates me more. It pisses me off more than that because I encounter that a lot more. I will uh, will second that, Buzz. Next one comes from somebody that we we both virtually know. Go on. Um, I don't mean that that's somebody that, you know, uh, one of our friends that we're not quite, you know, we don't feel like they open up enough to us. (laughs) For me, I mean that we know through internet and through TikTok and things we've done in the past. Um, Cy Junglist. Oh, yeah, I love Cy. Cy Junglist says, having to clean up someone's piss, pubes, or shit off a public toilet so the next person doesn't think it was me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) From being in the event world, one of the things that you do know more than anything else is that the last person that used a facility is the reason why the whole company that supplies every toilet on a site gets a call saying your toilets are disgusting because one person decided to leave some, like, you know, or left it in a horrible state. Yeah. If you're the person that's in there and you go in there and it's in a horrible state, you know that someone behind you is going to be walking in there and they're going to go, as you walk out, they'll see your face, you'll do a little nod and you'll disappear. They'll go, dirty bastard, look what he's done in here. (laughs) Even if it wasn't you. So, yeah, yeah, I understand that that is a piss off. I'd be, uh, I'd make it very clear. I mean, I've done it, uh, I was in, uh, I was, I don't remember what event it was, but I remember there being a massive line of portaloos, and I went to use one. When I went into it, there was a shit in the sink. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I, I went to have a piss, and there's this shit in the sink, and I was so desperate, and I queued for a good long time, so I was like, I'm going to have to have a piss in here anyway, so I'd kind of held my nose and just uh, had my piss, and I was like, well, I can't wash my hands, um, <laughs> and as I'm pissing, I'm thinking, I'm going to have to make it very clear to the person who comes in here, that was already there when I got here. So, <laughs> as I left said portaloo. I held the door open for the person that was next and said, that wasn't me, by the way. Now, I didn't spoil the surprise. Yes. I didn't say, there's a shit in the sink, that wasn't me. I didn't spoil the surprise. I wanted them to see what wasn't me. <laughs> I wanted them to experience and, and, and embrace and enjoy the experience of what wasn't me. But I was very clear saying, that wasn't me. I could see them looking a bit confused. I was thinking... It's going to become very clear very quick once you go in there. But you, you must have known full well that when they left and, they, and the next person came in after them, they were going to have to go, that wasn't me. It might have been the guy before me. Yeah, I, I reckon they came out uh, after I was say, the, um, that lad from Berry who was in before me said it wasn't him, but I reckon it was. It was still steaming. That's disgusting, by the way. I'm not going to lie. It, it is. Um, so, yeah, going back to uh, the original one, which is uh, having to clean up someone's piss, pubes or shit off a to- public toilet so the next person doesn't think it was me. I've just remembered, Baz, again at the airport, I have an experience of this exact thing just from last week. I went in to the public lavatory um, to have a poo. I don't often poo in public lavatories, but I did need one before I got on the plane. And when I went in, there was toilet paper 
by the side of the toilet that had been used to wipe someone's ass. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, I understand that in some cultures and some areas of the um, of the world, yeah, that you're not supposed to flush paper down the toilet. There yeah. are some places that the the plumbing systems aren't aren't built for that. Yeah. So you have to wipe your ass and put it in a bin yeah. next to the thing. I'm aware of that. I've been places where that is the case. Yeah, maybe in the eighties. <laughs> no, I mean there are still places where that's that's still the case. I know, but I mean um, when you went on holidays to like places like Greece yes. in the eighties, now you don't yeah, have to worry. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have been to places where that is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to wipe your ass and put it into a bin. Yeah. Um, I could say I've never fucking done it. By the way, same. <laughs> I say it's not my plumbing system. <laughs> I don't care. So, um, but I was in this airport, and I thought the person next to me is going to think I've done that. Person next to me is going to think uh, after me is going to think I've wiped my ass and just thrown it on the floor next to it. So I gathered up a fistful of toilet paper, grabbed this lot, put it in, and flushed it away before I did my bit, um, which I did in the sink. <laughs> I didn't. No, that was a that was a little bit I added for comic effect. So again, going back to size first thing of having to clean up someone's pit. It is really irritating. And it does piss me off. Um, and, yeah, is it going to beat pedestrian crossings, unnecessary mushrooms, final call, when it's not final call, charity muggers on, not indicating? I, my point of view is that, like, you could just literally come out of these facilities and walk off, and then no one's going to ever... Yeah. So, unless you know, you, you're unlucky to be stood next to them in the, in the rest of the event hall, it's not going to really affect you. And, it, you know... And it happens in most public toilets. At some point, you will mm. walk into somewhere there's a big skiddy down the pan, and you're like, "I'm not going to clean that up because fuck it, <laughs> fuck that." <laughs> okay, so there we go. Graphic enough. <laughs> Absolutely, I think everybody, uh, particularly the people uh, listening on the audio version of this podcast, Baz, of um, you know, like when you listen to an audio book and uh, the story paints a picture. Yeah, I do hope. Um, I do hope, since this, on the audio podcast, we do publish this at 7.30. I do hope nobody's having the breakfast. <laughs> if you are, I apologise on behalf of Baz, because I didn't say it. Yeah, well, look, I, did say that I, I did pretend that I'd shit in the sink, so that that's as bad, isn't it? I'm going to take a punt on this thing. Most people are listening to this while they're driving somewhere. Don't be sick while you're driving, kids. <laughs> Maybe, or something. Um, I'm going to say that size suggestion is a very good suggestion, we, it does piss me off, but in particular, as I say, that the the poo poo I did in the airport this week is probably the first time I have used the the uh, sit down toilets in a public place in probably a decade. Wow! So it doesn't no, it, it it doesn't it doesn't cause me any issues. Yeah, same. So, so uh, close but no cigar. It's a, it's a nice um, one, and it does piss you off, but like it's not as everyday as some of the every other stuff that we discuss. Okay, last attempt by the Facebook public to get one of these onto uh, onto our list, and this has come from two people, um, actually three. Oh, popular! So the people are Cheryl Dean, Angie Brothers. Which sounds like 
Someone's like, I hate you and your brothers. <laughs> so, um, sorry for uh, if you take offence to that, Angie, but... She won't, I know her. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that bothered anyway, to be honest. She's uh, from Milton Keynes. She wouldn't even say that. Would <laughs> fucking hell, she's from Milton Keynes. She ain't bothered. Right. So. It was the third Cheryl one. Dean, Cheryl Dean. Cheryl uh, Dean and your brothers. <laughs> yes. Um, and my wife. Oh, there you have go. All said, have all said, people who say, and I have mentioned that, I don't think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I've definitely mentioned it on a TikTok. People who say Pacific instead of oh, specific. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's, there's loads people, to go with this, isn't there? And, and, and I'm going to add my name to that list of people. So it's Cheryl Dean and your brothers. My wife and me. Because I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Specific isn't that difficult to say. But if you do struggle with the word specific, use the word exact or precise. Yeah. There are other words. Buy a thesaurus and don't expose yourself to becoming the dickhead <laughs> that says specific instead of specific. Although, as uh, or even more annoying... As and your brothers. I'm going to say it like that every time. That sounds good. It's like <laughs> Phil Mitchers saying, you're in trouble, and your brothers. You want to be careful. You, you're likely to meet her at some point as well. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Angie brothers. Um, that would be good when you introduce me to her, though. So, this is uh, this is Dave and and your brothers. Like, My brothers aren't here. What the fucking hell are you talking about? Um, anyway... Um, I feel like we digressed slightly, Baz. We did. Um, this, ten this tends to happen towards the end of a podcast that we've been drinking in, hasn't it? Um, anyway, so um, yeah, Angie mentions Pacifically. Yeah. Is even Pacifically is even worse than Pacific. But I don't know. Let us know. Um, we have people all over the world. Now we keep banging on about it, but uh, we have uh, viewers and followers all over the world. This is... Is this a British thing? I mean, I know it's our language. Yeah. And people are, you know, people who are supposed to be speaking it as their first language are getting this wrong. Um, I just wondered, like, like I said, there are alternatives. So you could say, you know, a, at a specific time, at a point in time, or at a, a, an exact time, or a, you know, you don't need to use the word specific if you can't pronounce it and you can't say it. So... It feels to me like the people who can't say the word are just using Pacific to piss people off. Yeah, I see. Because they could use an alternative. Yeah. They could avoid the problem, but they've just gone, I know I can't say it, but fuck it. I'm going to use the name of an ocean instead. Well, here's, here's my take on it. I think the people that use Pacific and Pacifically don't know that that's not the actual word. I think they think that is the word. I, I can't have that, Baz. Yeah, I can't yeah. have it. I can't have it because they've definitely had people screaming specific in their face. Oh, sure. They've definitely had people going, what's wrong with you? It's not specific, it's specific. They must have had it explained to them in quite a, an angry tone many, many times. They, they can't be oblivious. They can't be, they can't be there saying Pacific or Pacifically thinking that that is the right way. I, I, gen I, I genuinely think people there's, there's, there's quite a few words that people use 
that they genuinely think is the word. It, it goes along with the same people that use of instead of have. <gasps> don't, don't get me started. Well, no, same don't thing. I think people gen- I mean, no, genuinely, you know, you, know, you yeah. said should have. They actually think yeah. it says should of. That irritates me as much, but I give them a bit more credit. I, or a bit, I give them a bit more leeway because that's how it sounds. Yeah, yeah. It's obvious if you think about it, it's not grammatically correct, mm. but that's how it sounds. Yeah. Pacifically doesn't sound anything like specifically. It's just uh, the people who use. So, so you're saying that, that there are people walking this earth that think Pacific is the right word and specific. Uh, and sorry, uh, they think Pacific is the right word and Pacifically is the right word word I genuinely think there are people that have heard it and just heard it as that and and then put no other correlation with it and they not heard everybody else using it correctly they must have done they must just be not no, no these past these people are walking this earth knowing it's wrong knowing it pisses people off and using it anyway yeah and for that reason we're going to have to find one to get rid of in this list of five pass because they're going into that five. <laughs> the scores on the doors, if you like. We've got two from Facebook. We've got two from me and we've got one from you. So pedestrian, like, I, that does irritate me a lot, pedestrian crossings. That's an everyday thing for lot. me as well. And also, I can't leave you with none in there. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't. I, I don't want to see you cry. So... Um, not over this. It's okay to cry, people. Yeah, um, but yeah, not over. The, but certainly not over something as fucking trivial as this. And Baz would cry. So, uh, pedestrian crossing staining, unnecessary mushrooms. Um, I'm willing to get that tattooed across my face if it needs to stay oh, that's in. Um, <laughs> that, that's, that's that's staining. Um, so we've got we've got it down to um, final call when it doesn't mean final call. Charity muggers or people not indicating. I think that I think that the, because you and I go on a lot of flights and stuff, and usually with cheap airlines, I think that final call thing needs to stay in. Airports are full of people fucking running for flights they don't need to run to, and yeah. it just creates so much stress, so much angst. And it's considering it wasn't on my list until we started the conversation. Um, it's 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 literally that's turned up as late as uh, people for an actual final call of a flight, that one. So um, so I think we've got down to, we're going to have to get rid of one of, the, like, in a dramatic um, dramatic turn, we're going to have to get rid of one of the ones from Facebook. Got it. Give, give us- so we've got char- charity muggers or not indicating? I would say that uh, charity muggers piss me off less than people... people um- not indicating because people not indicating happens a lot more to me than charity muggers. Okay, so <laughs> Pacific is going in. Yeah, our final five is people at pedestrian crossings who press the button cross and leave you waiting for ages. Mushrooms in unnecessary places. Airlines calling final call when it's nowhere near the time that the flight's going to leave. People not indicating. And people using the word Pacific instead of specific. Don't let this be your final say. Like, you know, everyone's got the right to comment now. So, you know, out of those five, like, let us know which ones you do, you, know, you think shouldn't be in there. Or even add your own. Continue to add your own because, like, everyday piss, things that piss us off every day, they happen so often. And, it, you know, and some people 
like come across some things more often than we come across them. But yeah, let us know because it's the only way we're ever going to get to the bottom of this. Absolutely. If you disagree with our final five, then let us know in the comment section. I'm sure you will. And in order to make that the final five, we've had to kick out Charity Muggers, which was nominated by one of our friends and the first guest on this podcast. That's all right. On that bombshell, <laughs> that's all we've got time for this week. Um, can you tell I was scratching around for an on that bombshell, but I found one in the end. So thanks so much for everyone on Facebook for your contributions. Um, hopefully you got a, a mention in the honourable mentions or um, ones that we used. But a big thank you specifically to, sorry, specifically to <laughs> Geraldine to and your brothers or Geraldine and your brothers to my wife and to Colin Jameson who nominated ones that made it through to the final five thanks everybody Yay. for your contributions thanks again for everything you do for us thanks for listening thanks for watching that's it for this week goodbye see ya <laughs> can you do that again because it, it looked really good but then you went see ya was that <laughs> I can't raise the volume <laughs> high enough on the audio at the end of that to make that audible for the people on the uh, the audio podcast. So we'll do that again. We'll leave the shit in just, to prove that I've had to you. make you do it again. There was a big gap, big enough gap. I could just see you. No, no, no. We're going to do it again, Baz. Okay, so thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Oh, I really wanted you to shout it like, see ya! <laughs> Do it again. Go on. <laughs> no, no, we've done enough, Baz. This is going to be hard enough to edit anyway. Let's finish now. Mike? Yeah? Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.